Well, what do we talk about? We take a trip down uh, uh, Spandau Ballet Lane, am I right? <laughs> oh, man, do we ever. <laughs> It's a hot-breaking Don Cornelius oh, news. Oh, what happened to him? He, he went down smoking. Star tarnished. But he's still a heck of a host. Best interview in the business. And there's some construction. There's some, there's some <laughs> drywall questions peppered in amongst the pop culture references. Right. First, there's Geico. You own, you rent your home. Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. What's up, everybody? It's all-star and World Series champ Nick Swisher here, and I'm stoked to tell you about my new podcast, The Nick Swisher Show, right here on Podcast One. If you know me, you know I've worn a lot of hats in my career, and each one of them has had highs, lows, and a whole lot of learning in between. And that's exactly what I'm bringing to this podcast. You're going to get crazy interviews with athletes from their struggles to their successes and all their unbelievable superstitions along the way. You're going to hear from hometown heroes that are stepping up to the plate and making positive change and influences in their communities. I mean, we've got scientists, coaches, comedians. I'm telling you, whether you're an athlete, a parent, a coach, or just looking for a little energy in your life, then Home Plate is right here. It's old school soul with new school vibes. It's the Nick Swisher Show, coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let me show you how. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. A choice. We've got a mandate. The people have got to get it on. Yeah. Hell yeah, they do. Ace on the house. Stromer over there. That's right. Ace over here. We're doing it. What's going on in your construction world? I feel a white hot heat. You do? Yeah, I do. I'll tell you why. Because I finished up the kitchen in Venice. I used a new grouting product which, that I didn't care for much. It's premix. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes in a tub so you don't have to deal with the powders and the inhaling of the of the, mm-hmm. uh, of the the you know, yeah. silica dust, which mm-hmm. I can't stand. Mm-hmm. And you f- I find it, it looks great. It works well, but it dries so damn fast, you know. So you have to work it in like a one foot by one foot area and completely get it clean and then move on, right? It knocks off fast, as they Very say. Very fast, knocks I off. I wonder why. Well, I guess it's got like a futuristic chemical polymers in it. You know, yeah, but they can control that. I think they can, but for some reason she, she, she set off real fast. And they don't have 20-minute, 40-minute, no, two-hour. No, no. It mm. looks great. It's just like... Neoprene sponge, sponge the whole bit, My old, all, the old dirty girl, she just set off too fast, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. So, you know, you get a little too far ahead of yourself. I literally was on the counter laying sideways so I could get, like, right 
up to it with my arms because it was up and under cabinets. The backsplash yeah, went the back up splash. to the cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and under or up to? I the- mean, I was laying sideways, right? I'm picturing you, you know kind of I mean? Burt Reynolds-esque well, yeah. on a bearskin with rug. With a snake, obviously. <laughs> That's Natasha Kinski. <laughs> I know, but I like to bring in some some additional. What happened to poor Natasha? Is she still in the country, or did she move? To, you know, when what's his name was accused of the rape allegations. What happened to her? Weinstein. I no, not Weinstein. The uh, the the director of the guy that's wife was murdered during oh, the Manson times. Yeah, Polanski. Uh, Polanski. Roman yeah. Polanski. Yeah. What happened? Was that that was it? Right? No. Natasha Kinski. No. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, she was a, she accused uh, uh, him of rape, I think. And then he, he could never come oh, back to the U.S. of A. No, no. No. Who was it? He was in, Roman Polanski yeah. was in a hot tub with Jack Nicholson yeah. in like the mid-70s yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Several years after the Manson, Sharon Tate, LaBianca situation, and he was accused of drugging an underage girl and uh, that was Natasha Kinski. No, look at Gary. Help me out here. (laughs) I'm still reading. Hold on, Gary. Who are you going with at this? I'm going to go with you, but but I'm I'm still reading. (laughs) Why? Because he said sodomy. (laughs) That's what. That's the only reason. (laughs) Because Adam does not stop people unless he's sure about things. Uh, In 1976, when Krinsky was age 15, I was off by a whole year. It was Krinsky. No, that's not the girl who brought the charges I'm, against him. I'm not though. saying it is. I'm just okay. reading you from her thing because that's okay. where we started here. In 1976, when Kinsky was age 15, it was speculated there had been a romantic relationship with director Roman Polanski, who at the time was 43. Polanski, oh. Polanski confirmed the relationship in a 1994 interview with Diane Sawyer. However, in a 99 interview, Krinsky is quoted as saying that there was no affair and that there was a flirtation and there could have been a seduction, but he had respect for me. So there was no sodomy. No, the girl in the hot tub and the reason. But you can't. You have to say it. Hot tub. You can't. There you go. (laughs) All right. You're getting partial credit here. Thank you. The girl. The reason he's exiled himself to France. Yeah. Is because of the teenager in the hot tub. So it wasn't not because of Natasha Kinski. I have her name if you'd like that. Nah, I I I would. Well, she's no one you've heard of. Look her up. Maybe she could help Grout. She, <laughs> she is not a celebrity. She's not. She's just a victim, and that's why he fled. Now, I thirteen see. years old at the time. And thirteen. It was in Seventy-seven. And where was Jack? Just chilling, watching. I think the story goes that uh, she came by to do a little hot tub and with no, Roman and to do a little what hot tub. Thank you. With uh, <laughs> Roman and Jack, and uh, at some point they may she may have had a quaalude yeah. and a couple of cocktails, yeah, and at yeah, some yeah. point Roman ended up uh, back in the room with her. Here's what you don't want to do as a 1970s parent of a, an attractive daughter when she says to you. I'm going to hot tub with Jack mm-hmm. and Roman. I'll be back at 11. You say no. And Roman Polanski was in his 40s. Back then, I am telling you, the little cute guys got the most range. Why is that? Because they don't really pose a threat. And they also, when you're 15 and he's 43, you look about the same naked because he's just a diminutive. Oh, and he has no body hair. Cute guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and 
And the Eastern Europeans, they don't have the hair on the chest. Well, I, I don't, you know, I don't like to categorize I nations. It's very fair. But of he, you. <laughs> he, he is a Polish man, evidently, was a little impish. I understand. And, and then Natasha had to, she had to move out of the country and marry some oligarch or something. I, I, I would predict she's just married to some kajillionaire. Okay. Does that make so sense? So she won't pose with me on the kitchen in Venice with a snake. No, You're and sure. I, neither were Burt Reynolds, sadly. I'm sorry to hear that. But yeah. Dom... Dom's son. Uh, Dom DeLuise's son. He may. He has a couple of sons. Yeah, the one. You know, the one that was on the show with the cops. What was that one? one Jump Street. That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> it's called Mad Libs with Eric Stromer. What's that thing called? It's not a sponge, but it's kind of straight squeegee. Listen, I have two. Uh, I, is, I, these two brothers who I was working for in Venice who are 75 years old, you should have heard us try and get through a conversation. I could imagine. It's awful. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to uh, Dennis, 37, from yeah. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. How's it going, guys? I've had, some, guys. I've had some bourbon down there in Louisville. Have Me you? Too, it's, yeah. deli- it's delicioso. Yeah, I Man. agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was calling you guys because I uh, am looking for some advice. I have a wood shop that I built in the third bay of our garage uh, at my house. And um, before I put a wall up to wall this bay off, I did an epoxy floor, um, uh, which looks great. Uh, the only issue is when I installed it, you know, I ground the concrete down and everything so that the epoxy would adhere, but I did not get it perfectly level or uh, flat. I mean, uh, and also I'm wanting to level the floor in the garage so that I can have kind of like a common outfeed height on surfaces everywhere in the shop. Um, and it seems like the easiest way to do this is to install sleepers and just put a plywood floor on top of it. Um, and I just wanted to see right. if you got any well, advice on how to do that. All right, or, let's talk. Yeah. A garage door is not functional anymore, right? Um, it is functional, but it will rarely be used. All right, so obviously be prepared for when you open the garage door to be looking at a three-inch edge of plywood. Or two, yeah. two and a quarter, yeah. technically. Because the garage is graded, obviously, from the back to the to the entrance of the door of the of the garage, right? Slightly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, all right, so you're going to have that edge. Fine. We, we'll live with that. Yeah. Um, and, you, you know, you can go, you can do the cement or you can do the sleeper. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're both viable ways to do it, but how do you want to finish the garage floor? Um, I was thinking I would just paint the plywood, you know, uh, or the subfloor material that yeah. I used on top of the sleeper and uh, slap a coat of poly on it and call it a day. And do you want to have this room trying to be efficient climate-wise, too? I mean, is it insulated and drywalled and you have, like, a couple of dual-glazed windows in it, or does that not matter? Um, so no windows. It has been, I've totally redone the insulation in the space. Uh, and so it is hopefully more efficient. I mean, I started on this a year ago and then had twins. So it's been a little delayed in getting the project done. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, climate efficiency would be great. 
It, yeah, but with the garage door. Yeah, it's like oh, a big open hole. Yeah. Unless you do a wall yeah. in front of the door. Are you planning on getting rid of the door at some point? Uh, I have not really broached that subject with my wife, uh, okay. so probably not anywhere in the near term. All right. Um, well, th- the first thing I would do is run a string level yeah. from the very back of the garage to the front and see what are we talking about. I'm guessing three inches two and a half inches or something two, so i just did one a little while ago and it was i did two by treated two by four on edge and went like okay. went from like half inch all the way down to full size you know roughly so it was about three inches yeah right about a three just inches under drop. yeah right right okay and but- i cut it you know you got to be good with a skill saw to cut those those things from half inch up to two and a half on a long run of the garage floor, like a 12 foot two by four treated. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a high end cut. That's right what there. I did a lot of, and it looks great and it came out level and flat because then you can level it the other way too because it's all jinky, right? If you yeah, want. Yeah, the, the, the best. If you're good, you can do that cut on a contractor saw. Yeah. But you kind of have to be good to do it yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you're going to go zero to three and a it's half, tough, then yeah. it's tough, but you can get two runs out of yeah, one two by four. That's true. And by the time you remove the blade, you know, you're a little less than three and a half yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. and close to zero at one end. Right. Um, so you got that one. And you want to screw that thing down on a work table so it doesn't get squirrely on you, right? You know what I mean? Because if you're coming to zero, it's a little squirrely. I would I would calc it out, but I would hopefully you can get two out of one cut and yeah. just cut the line off. Right. Just go one end to the other, you know, corner all the way. Right. Um, take it and sight it first. Like right. make sure the shit isn't bowed. And then get a bunch of shims. And if you can get redwood shims, obviously the better they won't rot as as quickly. And then you're blue screwing down through the top of the end of the or the edge of the two by four that you've cut. Yeah. It's a lot of blue work. Blue screw man. sounds like a boner medication. Blue screw, blue screw, boner, blue screw tonight. Shows up in an unmarked package, <laughs> two day free shipping. I got blue screw. Um, so, do you think I need to use pressure treated even though the floor has been sealed yes. with the epoxy? I I say yes because why not? Okay. Yeah, and also foam insulation would be nice because then that floor is, is toasty warm. Doesn't you don't get affected okay. by the slab temperature? Couldn't hurt. Okay. Yeah. And, and would you liquid nails the, the studs down as well as use Tapcoms or just yeah Tapcoms? yeah that'd be what, good. What what um. I think what I would do, but you gotta shim it before you nail. You know, because once you get them all in there, you're gonna have to fart around with them with shims to get it I, flat the other way. I would put a string yeah. on it from front to back. Yeah. I would also do it from right to left. Yep. and see if there's some crown. You know in there that is slab. You know there is. Oh yeah, there, there definitely is. Guys, yeah. guys in Louisville doing concrete in a garage floor in the middle of August. You know, and bourbon. Oh, well, it uh, could it could intentionally have a little wrong. crown in it. Yeah. I, I don't know. The, yeah. the The point is, is you can't just rip up eighteen studs and put them down. No. You're going to have to 
start on one side right. and you have to keep throwing a level on it yep. and keep working it out and using some shims. Yep. And uh, yeah, I would use, I wouldn't use liquid nails. I'd use subfloor adhesive. And I mean, this is a great opportunity to then put a plate and a wall in front of the garage door to make the room insulated. And then the door just stays fixed or bring the wall back to where the door ends in the room. And make that the wall because you need a place to recover from twins. Yeah, and it's got to be soundproof because they we want to hide we want to hide your plaintiff wailing and saying why why did I do this? <laughs> well, <laughs> I would, I would, I I mean, and or or you can just mix up a bunch of concrete and have have some guy come in just float it. All right. Yeah. But if we're going well, no, cuz if you return it to a garage when you sell it, it'll be weird. You know what I mean? At least okay. with the floor yeah, you can get rid was, of it. All right. Yeah. All right. So go with subfloor adhesive on both sides of the studs. Yeah. Uh, the the runners um when you stringers when you when you do before you put the top on. Uh, I would go with a one-inch sturdy floor type subfloor. That that's sexy. Uh tongue and groove. Okay. Okay, yeah. uh, screw it off. Yeah, but go ahead and go and ahead and put the subfloor adhesive on top of that anyway. And don't forget okay. at that low end where it's only a half inch rip on that two by four. You know, adjust your screw length on your plywood because you'll uh, obviously don't even adjust it. Yeah. Use tap guns. There you go. At the end where yeah. it goes down to zero. Yeah. You feel you know. And what would I'm you saying? all put uh, like joist tape on the underside of the studs? No, um, no. Somebody suggested doing that. I mean, I don't know. What? Joist tape? Underneath. Well, you're calling yeah, them studs. I mean, let's like let's call them stringers. Element. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what joist. Oh, on the plywood, you mean? On the top? No, I'm, I'm not on the top. Um, on the bottom, like uh, the, not, the tape that they use on top of like deck joists. Or, or, oh, you uh, mean to stop board. the squeaking yeah, or whatever? You know, yeah, if I don't. Glue I, it, I don't no. know that that's a horrible idea. I've never used that stuff, but I, I don't know that that's a bad suggestion. But that one inch doesn't do shit. It's beautiful, isn't it? When you put it down, it doesn't move. It does. It's heavy. He's enough. talking about where the stringer hits the concrete. Oh, floor. got you. Right? Or are yeah. you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not going to hurt. You could also use subfloor uh, adhesive, whatever, whatever you want. That's a fine suggestion. You know, you're going to have to work this out a little bit. I mean, you're going to have to pull some strings right to left and front to back. You're going to have to get a line level. You're going to have to go kind of stud by stud. You're going to have to shim it with a four-foot level going across it like as you go. I mean, I did it with my two guys, full-time guys, and it was four every bit of four days of fucking around. Mm -hmm. You know, by the the time it's all said and done. Um, Okay. And, uh, yeah, redwood shims, blah, 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 screw everything. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't get too close to the end where it zeroes out with the yeah. tap guns onto the ply. No. I'd kick it in about a foot, put my first screw in, maybe use a tap gun there, to, a long one just to go all the way do you have a Do you have a table saw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just bought a... A 1942 Unisaw from the city of Cincinnati, actually. Wow. So it's crazy. Wow. Old cast iron top. Wow. So you can rip all that stuff and get it the right, you know, cut the long longs of the plywood. That's easier. You know? mm, yeah. yeah. I was actually, yeah. I, I was thinking I would, um, I mean, I have a track saw and like extra tracks. So I was thinking I could probably do most of it just with that, hopefully. 
Yeah, I, I think you're going to end up freehanding that first yeah, initial diagonal right. cut on the treated stuff. Okay. But uh, you got it, Dennis. Okay. Take awesome, a guys. take I a picture. It. Yeah, send man. It, send yeah, it send it. Let's see what it is. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see. We got a video. Is that wait, Adam? Is that a former uh, mouthpiece of your father's first trumpet sitting right there? What is that? Yeah, we got a mouthpiece for my dad's trumpet because. Uh, Joel McHale, when he comes in here, plays my dad talking to me through the trumpet. <laughs> and I don't know why it works, but it works. There's something about it. That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't wow. know. I don't know why it works, but it works. That's how that's how comedy works. Yeah. So he communicates through his mouth. That's trumpet fantastic. Mouth All right. Mm-hmm. It's almost got a Charlie Brown vibe, but jazz mm-hmm. influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jazz influence, Charlie Brown. Yeah. All right, we got a vid question, Gary. Yeah, I was trying to find a vid of Joel McHale, but you'll find maybe we'll give find him a little time. bit more time. Uh, this one we're going to start with today comes from uh, Alex in Connecticut. It's uh, a bit longer than we're used to, uh, but as a result, he was short with his words. It just says paneling underneath question mark need plan to remediate. Alex and CT. Here we go. Ace and Stromer, get it on. Uh, this is Alex in Connecticut. I'm in a 1950s Cape style house. Um, what I'm showing you right here is now our dining room, but it used to be um, the living room before um, the previous owners uh, built out a, a bigger kitchen. Um, what I'm dealing with right now is this wall where um, I have these vertical cracks and they're about, uh, seven inches apart yeah about seven 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 and it's just this wall so i'm assuming that i'm dealing with a uh with some like paneling behind here that was skim coated over Mm -hmm. um and i'm sure i could confirm that by starting to rip into this wall but i've got small kids and I don't want to start uh, tearing things apart without a plan. So let me know if you if you agree that it's uh, probably paneling with a skim coat underneath, and um, what what I should plan to do to fix this. Um, I don't know when if it was skim coated. Skim coated. I don't know when it was done. In the past, I've seen like a quarter inch drywall put over, but that would then like bump out the corners. We'd have to pop the molding deal. There's no light switch on this wall, luckily. Oh, that's good. And the mantle's got a little bit of room, so that might be okay. Um, but the molding might be a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, if it's, are there other options? Um, my wife and I talked about maybe doing like, if there's like a wallpaper or some sort of like fabric that we could put on this wall. More light! Like wall, More light! And then tonight. Like paint the <laughs> fireplace, which we're never going to really use. And it's a little, it looks a little dated. Um, maybe do like the, a whitewash on the bricks or, or some tile or something. I don't know. Any thoughts, any ideas? Um, I really wouldn't, wouldn't want to go all the way down to ripping out the paneling if I can avoid it, but... Um, if that's the only way, then maybe maybe I'd hire it out to somebody. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Interesting. Never really seen this. Um, 
so there's these vertical lines that look like they've been caulked in. And and you, there are are there cracks every seven inches in some cases, or is it only four foot sections where there are cracks? Like, is it paneling or is it individual boards? It's 1950s. It's probably he individual. Said. Probably individuals. Yeah. Probably had a V groove yeah. in them. Yeah. And a kind of a wainscoting kind of look right. or whatever. Cape Coddy, V groovy. And right. then in the 80s, somebody said, why don't we just caulk in these V grooves and just paint everything white? Well, the caulk would shrink a little more. Yeah. I, all right, let's just say they're individual boards. And they're moving. And they're moving. And it and, will continue to move, get worse. And it's probably a TNG with a V groove. Right. So uh, you have to – all right, you don't want to demo the shit out. Right. Fine, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so you better get a razor knife and a putty knife and a broad knife and a stiff knife and a butcher's knife and a Ginsu knife, and you better scrape all those V grooves. Or yeah. get the uh, – look – I he was on to something with his quarter inch drywall. I like that. Fix. I'm fine with that. So you know, you know, and and to the crown molding issue, mm-hmm. he could just get uh, you know, a um, what the hell's the machine? I can't think of it. You know, the one that we love that is the that undercuts things and it's. Oh, the uh, the multi. That's the one. Get a multi tool and just you could literally freehand and cut the angle and the without taking the molding down. If you had a nice straight line drawn, right? I, if you pop the wall out a quarter inch, you make room that here, way. Here's what here's what I would do. And Gary, we can look at the crown one more time. Yeah, he's talking about covering the wall with quarter inch drywall. Yeah. Quarter-inch drywall may even be a little bit light of a quarter-inch. It looks to me like the crown has a half-inch oh, or so, you so just too. Oh, up under it, you think? I just butt it. Yeah, why I not? mean, it looks like it's got five-eighths yep. worth of wiggle room there. It's going to be a little different from the right to the left. No one's ever going to no notice it. No one will ever it. see it. I, what you can do is I would, I would get one of those razor scraper things. The, the wider ones with yeah. the handle and the handle in the front, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'd get one of those razor scraper things, and I would scrape off anything that was That's remotely out. close to further than the surface. Right. And you'll, you'll probably get runs where you can pull caulking out once you get it uplifted a bit, right? Yeah, right. right. Then I would push on the middle of the wall and see if there was some bow or some flex or some something. Yeah. I would walk around to the other side and say, what is that, lath and plaster? Yeah. Um, if I had any bow or flex or it was bulging out a little in the middle, yeah. I'd find the studs and sink a couple of decker screws along the right. center just to get the bow and the flex right, out of there. Right. I would take a straight edge, like a six-foot level of work or even just – a screed, you yeah. know, just something with a good edge sure. on it that was six foot, seven foot, and you know, and, and just find I would put it up on the wall yeah. sideways. Both I, would, I would look for some low spots yeah. in that. And you if, could theoretically cut the holes out of the drywall and, you know, donut around the thing that was mounding out and then mud that in yeah, using the screed, I, I, you know, you, yeah, th- theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But... I would prefer to find the part that was bulging out and yeah. sink a couple of deck screws into right. the closest stud and kind of suck it up. Right. Once I got 
and then I would try to ascertain what is this underneath? Is it is it one by pine? Yeah. What is this shit? Right. Because if it's a, like a one by pine, you can just go ahead and take yourself quarter inch drywall and sink inch and a quarter drywall screws wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. You don't have to be on layout. No. You don't need to hit a stud. You can also go along those seams with, you know, inch and a half drywall screws and embed and try and push that pine back to the stud if it if it indeed has movement. Your first first thing is scrape the shit out of everything. Yeah, yeah. Second move, straight edge. Right. Straight all from the top, yeah. coming all the way find down. Find the humps. Find the humps. Find my, the my lady, lady lumps. My lady lumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in it today, baby. That's right. My lumps. My lumps. My little lady lumps. That's Thank right. You. Find those lumps. Sorry. <laughs> Um, don't pretend you don't know it's lovely lady humps. I don't know. Lovely lady humps. I just humps. know that she's got a forehead that's not quite tall enough. Mm. It's a three head. Fergie. That's right. <laughs> so, Stromer, I need you for this. Here I am. Sorry. All right. I'm back. <laughs> I would put the factory edge up against the top. Yeah. Up against, I don't know if there was, did you have baseboard down there? Yeah. You probably you have to pop the baseboard if there's baseboard down there, and then that'll that'll sit nice against that fireplace because it's not you got enough room to actually still have a reveal edge. I right the, the, the fireplace had yeah. an inch. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to do a technique called flat taping. Okay, flat taping is you would do it along the top. Yeah, you just flat tape it. Right, they, they call it. You're not you know. Put some blue tape down, flat tape it along the top, flat tape it along the fireplace, flat tape it along the wall. Or you don't have to flat tape it along the wall if you don't want. You could just traditionally do a corner tape if you wanted. And uh, that's uh, That's it. And then he doesn't have to demo anything. He can just do that on his own. But you better fucking get that thing true. That thing better not have any lady pumps. True. Remember that song? Yeah. (laughs) Spandau Ballet. Yes. Mm. Oh, those were the days. You you know what they're... When he just screamed, true. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of true, I started taking AG1 for my gut health. You know why? Because the Chinese say... All disease emanates from the gut. They are right. It's got to be good if you want to have a nice, healthy atmosphere in your body. AG1, the best option for easy, optimal nutrition. Take one scoop of AG1 and absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. This blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Sustainable routines are key. One scoop, one minute, once a day, every day. That's right. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water daily. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Gary? To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ace. That's, again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ace to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, a question right after this. All right. So, um, 
Get that fucking wall true. Yeah. And um, if you got to do a little uh, feather floating or skimming or something on it, Mm -hmm. do it. That's right. No low spots, no high spots. Nope. Because when you screw off that quarter-inch drywall... It'll suck in. It'll suck in. That's right. But also figure out what it what that is. If yeah. it's quarter-inch paneling, it's not going to be... You should find layout. You should look for the studs. And, uh, and, but, but if it's... If it's not you know knotty pine one by eight or whatever one by seven yeah whatever six and a half whatever it was screw put your screws where the fuck you want right and the good news is is I feel as if humps will be less noticeable in the lighting from the ceiling down versus those cracks that are there now so either way whatever you do it's going to look better than it does now think in terms of factory edges yeah think hmm. Would I want a factory edge above the fireplace, above the hearth? Would I want the factory edge against the crown against the or crown. drop down? Crown. I would say there. I would yeah. say get that factory yep. edge up. Yep. I would say maybe try to box in the fireplace with two factory edges oh, yeah. against the vertical on the side of right. the whatever. I mean, just think about it. That's right. Think in terms. People don't think in terms of factory edges no. enough. They no. need to do more. Damn right. All right, we got a call up there. You know Spandau Ballet's uh, best song, what? Stromer? What? It wasn't true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gay, but I don't know. I don't know. No. The best song's a little ditty called Gold, my friend. I don't know it. You don't know it? I better hear it. You're going to know it. <laughs> You're going to know it, Didn't they have blazers that were like colors? Didn't they? I just need you to jump in when you do know it. All right. Thank you for coming home. Sorry that the chairs are all warm. I left them here. This is my karaoke (laughs) go-to. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's tender as hell when it starts. Well, wait till it kicks Uh in. Just another plea for today. Oh, but I'm proud of you, but I'm proud of you. Nothing left to make me feel small. <laughs> Luck has left me standing so tall. All right. Go! Yeah! Always believe in your soul. You've got the power to go! Hey! You're indestructible. <laughs> Come on, Strummer. Yeah. Gold. Gold. Yeah, you do, you do the backup <laughs> gold. I'll do the initial okay, gold, right? You're just... Okay. Always believing. Sit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, bongos and Bongo. everything. And a turban guy. Oh, yeah. After the rush. Everything in the 80s was fucked up. It's terrible. I'm embarrassed that I went through this. Well, just mind your part, would you? I'm ready. So leave me alone. Here I come. Ready? Now he's in love with you. He's in love with you. Don't jump it. Yeah. I'll do the first okay. one. Gold! <laughs> yeah, that wasn't enough. <laughs> well, give me another shot here. Okay, here I go. Gold! Gold! 
Listen, here we go. Yeah. Oh, sax. Ubiquitous sax. Oh. Ubiquitous 80s sax solo wow. that's in every Duran Duran song. Wow. That's just, a long- it has nothing to do with the song Man Eater. No. Nope. Every just sax. Just generic sax. Oh. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. What does he do during the rest of the concert? It's <laughs> a good question. I'm ready for my part. All right, get ready. Here I go. Producer screwed up. This should have been what you were saying. Yeah. They all have way too oh, long plays the piano now. And the oh, hexagonal God. drums. Oh, Look how yeah. long the jackets Those are. Those are called synsonic drums. Those are terrible. No, there's nothing good about it. Oh, yeah. Big but boy, did that get you end. going, though. It got you oh, going. Yeah. God. Oh, yeah. And we're out. I'm exhausted. I need a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard Spandau Ballet's gold. I've never heard it. But I sure as hell now know it, and I will never not think of your passion when I hear that song. That song kicks, man. Are they still alive, the the Spandau friends? Oh, yeah. They're probably touring. God bless. The Sonic drum was a way to take, like, that's all. All you needed was to look at the drum kit from, I don't know, Ginger Baker or Keith Moon yeah. or one of these famous drummers where yeah. they had the big gong behind oh, them yeah. and, and two kick pedal drums. Oh. And then you smash cut to the 80s and it's this tinny oh, little hollow, sonic, midi And it's bullshit. like you literally took all the soul oh. out of drumming. It's so awful. I can't, you know, I play drums and I, I, I don't even want one of those. If someone gave me a Roland V drum kit, I'd say, fuck it, get uh, it out of my house. It's a lie. It's lies. Lies. But I would wear those long blazers. Oh, yeah. Huh? What year was that? Like late 80s? 88? Go! Go! That, did you hear that? Yeah. Go! Yeah. I thought that was a spoof at the very beginning, but that was a banger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I told you it was going to kick in. 83. That wow, might be, that might be Emmy's new go-to, making love music. That's my music. go-to. Right? Yeah, hell that's yeah. That's my karaoke. Oh, okay. let's go. Oh, well, that's I right. understand why. There's also a Spando Ballet movie, Soul Boys of the Western World. Came out in 2014. Horrifying. <laughs> All right, you can look into that. Yeah, I, now I got to see well, it. That Will. could be a good Christmas gift now that we're in the holiday season. Is it a doc? Oh, yeah. Or is it a, oh, it's a he's got a Peter Pan outfit on in that picture. Wow. What happened? They were a big band. Yeah, the they were. All right. Well, that true song, come on. When yeah. it goes into that, that's one of those two tempo songs, like Freebird mm-hmm. and, then, and then True, you know, because mm-hmm. then at the end, you, you've been slow dancing, and then you mm-hmm. got to kind of shift to a, like a weird, I'm dancing alone now mm-hmm. tempo, yeah. right? Well, yeah, but now Gold is taking its spot in the that's leaderboard right. well, for yeah. Spandau Duh. Ballet. Yeah. You want to see the trailer? Yes. Thank God. Then we'll talk What city? Well. What city is it? There it is. You know what pop culture's like to the English. 
comes off the street. Camera's rolling and... Gang Kids. Oh, that's one of their songs too. Utterly in the moment. The new romantics or the Blitz Kids. You're the first band to incorporate fashion, music, and video. How did this come about? You just got to have the feeling in there of style. This is Tony. John. Dave. I'm Martin. I'm Gary, and we're Spandau Ballet. Will you welcome on stage Spandau Ballet? You call yourself a pop band. Pop art. Success is an art in itself. Tonight's the fifth out of six Wembleys. Number one in 21 countries around the world. And what next? Whoa! But now I've come back again. I had pipes. Yeah, I did. We sound better than that, man. We did. We sound better than that. It's always been about rivalry. Discord, error, doubt. Gary, you've been referred to as a driving force. What is the input from the others in the group? (laughs) Songwriting, I I do the songwriting. There was a big problem. It's called ego. Uh Uh-oh, break up. Oh, there's trouble. You two acting. You'll have to ask him. Oh, they played the brothers in a film. They played these killer brothers. Spandau Ballet's just come to an end. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That's drama and trouble. We're going to watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Go! We haven't made a record since 1990. There, there is no way. We don't want to lose each other. Shit. Can you stream this shit, Gary? I'm watching this tonight. I said, Damn right. I want a better end. Yeah. Ah, soul boys of the Western world. They were on Soul Train? What? No, no. Would you be related to him? I wouldn't be related to him. <laughs> Long years uh, of living with each other. Well, these guys talk funny, huh? That was that's a soulful funny. sound. That's you know Don, that was? That's Don Cornelius. That's goddamn Damn Don right. Cornelius. I watch that show Train. every Saturday, man. He was man. like, hey, brother. Yeah, that's that's what's going on? Yeah. 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 What was it like working with... <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Janice ja- Jackson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Smokey Robinson. Then he's in another Jan- decade. Are he's coming too. Smokey Janice, you guys related? Janice, what about the barge? You want to the barge? Who's El the barge? Is that the Mexican the barge? Or is that just the you can bar? stream it? You can. Oh, have... It's like L, like El Presidente. That's right. Yeah, or is it just got like L. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Don Cornelius was the laziest interviewer. But God was he, he did sexy. Soul Train for 150 yeah, years. Yeah, hell yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I actually know two people that were Soul Train dancers. Wow, that sounds hot. And they had genie pants. Oh man, sorry. Uh-huh. What'd you say? Where can we stream? <laughs> you can rent it on the Amazon or Apple TV. Wow. All right. Well, we got our our evening, Stromer. I know. That's it. That's it. I know. These guys, stop staring at me. I didn't silence my God forsaken watch. I'm sorry. All right. I don't know how to. I need your tech advice. I will advice. buy that. Will, 32, Vermont. Yeah. Shit. Maybe he doesn't like Spandau. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm, sure. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, to watch you on the band show a lot back in the day, and I had no idea you were a builder. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah right. Yeah. So uh, I'm currently, uh, I'm a, I'm, remodeling a uh, old gas station into a uh, a bakery and uh the building wow. is uh 
it's a pretty standard square building. It's it's uh, built out of cinder blocks. Um, it's got a flat roof that we just put on it. In and, Vermont? Uh, I'm currently putting uh, furring strips. Hold on. Uh, Are you in Vermont? Are you? Quiet, 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 quiet. You're in Vermont? Yeah, you yeah. Got, you got a flat roof out there? Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. It's, yeah, it, it wasn't. Uh, this, uh, honestly, it's kind of rare. Yeah, I haven't seen it too often. But um, so my question is, I'm putting vinyl on the walls, and I'm not really sure what to do uh, about the top of the building. Like, I'm going to have to install some sort of a fascia or or a crown molding. But I've typically only ever done that with, um, you know, regular pitched roofs. Um, so I didn't know. I just saw your tweet on Twitter, and I thought it would be this is something that I've kind of just been wondering about this project, and um, I didn't know if you guys might have any experience kind of finishing uh, square buildings with with flat roofs and, and what people typically do, whether it's crown molding or you know padded out with like Azac or something like that. But uh, oh, are we we're well, inside the building or on the roof now? Uh, this is on the side of the building. The side. I'm going to put a drip tap over the roof. Um, the, is, it, over. is it like a modern building where the it's just like a slight angle pitch roof and then the square building and there's an overhang? No, 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 no. It's like uh, I think this building was built in the 60s or actually no, like the way older than that. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's built out of cinder blocks, so it's just. You know, a com- yeah, uh, but it's I'm, a perfect I'm, square on the top. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm unclear what the question is, though. Um, I'm wondering how do I finish the uh, the top of the wall on the outside and make it look good? You know, because I got to put I I got to put something up there above the uh, the vinyl um, and above the J channel so that water doesn't go down in. But I guess I'm just. I don't know. I I have to come up with something, whether it's like a you you I don't need know. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, you need to send us a picture because I can't yeah figure out. I mean, look, they have uh crown like exterior crown kind of stuff. It's that extruded stucco looking fake stucco styrofoam shit yeah. that you stick on like right. there's a lot of different versions of exterior moldings and things so you might want to go online and look at you know you you glue it on and then you paint over caulk it in and then you paint over it and you can go around a window and dress it up always looks a little like a but, castle on a right but th- and and you could do that at the top so Without seeing it, that's all I got. Now we got hot breaking Don Cornelius news yes! from, from Gary, which is in 2022. A and E did a doc which is called "Secrets of Playboy," and uh, Don Cornelius was accused of sexually assaulting a two playmate bunnies in the 70s. Women were alleged to have brought, let's see, alleged uh, women. Sorry. The women, women in question were, were alleged to have been brought to his house for a three-day period where they were locked in separate rooms, bound, drugged, and sexually assaulted. He's still he, a good he host. Just, let, no, he would just go like this. He would go, listen, he'd go, you still tied up in there? Yeah. And then he'd go to the other room. You still tied up in there? That's all <laughs> Are you guys related? <laughs> Terrible. 
Nobody gets off unscathed. You know what I mean? You're yeah, going to Stromer <laughs> 30 years after your dad's going to be, oh, that piece of shit. Yeah. What about that yeah. time he Man, went to the yeah. hustler store and kidnapped <laughs> those two chicks and raped them in a van? You didn't hear about that? I thought he was a family guy. Remember when oh. he robbed a beauty salon with a pitchfork? No, <laughs> yeah, no. It's got to be something sexual. Oh, sorry. sorry. We won't judge you for no. it. <laughs> you could hit someone with a machete. We would true, not judge true. you. It's got to yeah, be yeah. something sexual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what year did Don Cornelius die? He died before that, thankfully. Yeah, correct. He died 10 years before that in 2012. Yeah. All right. Wait, they came back after he died and accused him of locking the people up. <clears throat> well, here's the – you want to hear some, some good trivia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds great so far. Here it comes. I actually knew somebody who was tied up and urinated on by Rick James. Really? Mic drop, motherfuckers! <laughs> huh? Am I right or am I right? I was about to say Rick James I, was essentially accused of the same thing. That's right. I, I forgot about the I, peeing on. I knew a girl that was had that happen to. Poor thing. There was the peeing on yes. part? She dated my ex-roommate in Venice. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Man, that she, guy couldn't go into the bathroom. She went back to Detroit without, after that experience. He had to shut the door when he went into the bathroom, that dude, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. She can't even hear that sound. No. no. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> good note to go out on. <laughs> uh, terrible. We These got terrible things. We got, uh, I don't think Cornelius ever did any time or anything. It was just sort of, oh. How, just, how could Don do time? He was, a, a, he was an, an icon. icon. Yeah. He's above the law. That he was guy. arrested in 08 for what? domestic, felony domestic violence, released on bail. He was charged with spousal abuse. It didn't, it sounds like he Wait. ended up, he ended up changing his plea to no contest and they gave him 36 months probation. Well, he's a good host. <laughs> you know? Stromer really looked up to him yeah, all through his I childhood. I bought genie pants. Okay, yeah. I had them. Mm-hmm. All right, let me tell you about Blinds Galore. That's who you should look up That's to. Right. They have a massive Black Friday sale. It starts this week. Everything's 50% off. One of the biggest sales of the year. So uh, get over to BlindsGalore.com today and take 50% off of their custom blinds and shades starting November 22nd. Well, that's now. Yeah, we're ready to go. Let's do this. I, I'm getting more. I'm getting the motorized stuff from them. I have the motorized stuff in my bedroom. It, it it all works. And it's custom, and it's so much better than the big box store. It's the first place you go for custom window treatments online. Family-owned, good guys, or good girls. I think it's mother-daughter team. They've done over 2 million windows. Uh, the treatments are so fantastic. It adds so much value to your home keeps the uh, hot out in the summertime and the warm in in the wintertime. Hand-built from scratch, delivered right to your door, and you can even talk one-on-one to a consultant with their virtual designer. It is Blinds Galore. Right, Gary? BlindsGalore.com makes it easy to get the high-quality designer blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home, all at a great price, all up to 50% off. See for yourself at BlindsGalore.com today and let them know that Adam sent you. That is BlindsGalore.com. Hey, wait. Can, can we just do one thing? Can we audition the other... Can we reverse the order just to see what the producer says? Let me sing the gold part and you do the second part. Okay, right? Banana, banana, gold! Gold! Hit it too hard. (laughs) You understand, Stromer, I don't have a fucking gold dimmer switch on me. I got one speed. That's right. That's fucking 110%. (laughs) It's like saying, Jim Brown, you know, take it easy around the goal line. Yeah, that. Fuck that. You put your head down, you go. We're up by 35 points. Yeah, I'll give a shit. Fucking Jim Brown. He coached (laughs) the rock. 
That's what I do with gold. <laughs> I don't have a six. No, you don't. I got ten you plus. You got a ten plus. That's, That's right. That's all I got with gold. <laughs> you know, you understand? I do. You're I asking do a grizzly bear yeah. to chase a camper at half speed. That's right. He's not going to do it. He wants that white sinewy fat it's in his bread into him. That's right. That's what. Yeah. That's what I am with gold. <laughs> the fact that you would even try is insulting. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be at the Rialto Theater in Tucson coming up uh, December 15th, and then off to the Tempe Improv. That's uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, 15th, 16th, 17th. Just go to amcroll.com because we got the Working Blue with John Popper up there and all that good stuff. And until next time, this is Adam Corolla for Eric Gold Stromer. Say it. Mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in, watch free.